You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. This is where we as high achievers can get ourselves into trouble. We don't account for the unexpected and then we feel like complete failures if we didn't achieve our goal according to the original plan. Remember to be a little bit flexible so you can pivot and tweak your plan if you need to. This is your goal and you get to decide how and when to achieve it. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. Happy New Year. I hope it's going great for you thus far. There has been so much energy and excitement around 2018 and what's possible. I can't help but feel this is going to be a great year. And it's all within our power, right? I've also been feeling the momentum as I'm running the Tolerations Detox Challenge. Ultimately, 112 people have registered. And as of the day this episode is released, we are on day eight of 10. And as I expected, people are reporting feeling more empowered, more energy, momentum, and enthusiasm for their goals, the coming year, and life in general. And most of the activity has been playing out in the private Facebook group. So if you're a woman, sorry guys, and you have not joined us yet, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash group to join the conversation and get support from other go-getting women just like you. Okay, in the last 100% Jody episode that came out a couple of weeks ago, I shared a process to create goals that are worthy of you. Near the end of that episode, I touched upon creating the milestones and the metrics of each goal, but having listened back on that episode, I realized I didn't give those topics their due. Since I'm in the process of creating the milestones and metrics for the focus areas I've chosen, it made perfect sense to continue this series on goal setting. And in the next 100% Jody episode, I have a final piece that will bring this all together. So for this all to make sense, I'll share with you what I've been doing with my focus areas. Since focus areas are not always specific, you need to choose a goal that represents success in the focus area you've chosen. I'll cover the focus areas I chose in the last episode on creating goals that are worthy of you, and then I'll share what I chose as a specific goal in each area, and we can use these to get into metrics and milestones. Okay, here are my focus areas and the goals I chose to indicate what success would look like for me in this area. So the first one was build more strength and endurance. So the goal I chose was to do 300 Spartan regulation burpees in one session. So a Spartan regulation burpee looks like starting from a standing position with your feet about hips distance apart, maybe a little bit more, you squat down. You put your hands to the floor in front of your feet. You thrust your feet back behind you, getting in a plank or a push-up position. And then you do a push-up, but for the push-up to be Spartan regulation, you have to touch your chest and your belly to the ground. So you go fully down to the floor, you push up, then you jump your feet back up to your hands and you do a, a vertical jump straight up into the air. That's one burpee. 
Right. So 300 in one session. Now I'm not saying 300, no stopping, but it's not like I can do a hundred and then go take a break, you know, eat my lunch, come back later, do a hundred more. I can take breaks, but I can't leave the workout. Like the entire time I'm pretty much doing the breakout. I'm sorry, doing the workout and taking some breaks as needed. Then separately in this area, just because this has always been a sticking point for me, I've never been able to do an unassisted pull-up. So I'm adding doing one unassisted pull-up as a goal in this focus area of um, increasing my strength and my endurance. Okay, the second focus area was to be in a relationship. And at first I thought, oh, well, that's pretty specific and obvious. I don't have to create a specific goal. And then I realized like relationship, now imagine this in quotes, is very ambiguous. So I wrote out as a, as a goal to be in a committed, monogamous, romantic partnership with a man. Um, I am straight, so that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a man. Um, then the third area was to increase profitability in my business. This took some time because I had to go back and really get into the nitty gritty of all of the numbers in my business, all of the expenses, the income from last year, looking at what I have going on in the coming year and what was possible. Um, so for this focus area, after doing all that, my goal is to have a net income that is total earnings minus total expenses of $80,000 this year minimum. Uh, the fourth focus area I had was to do a Women Taking the Lead branded local paid workshop. Now, this morphed a little bit after doing some work with my mastermind group. I realized what I wanted to do really wasn't so much a series of workshops, but rather was to do a full day event. So I would love to do a full day Women Taking the Lead event this summer or fall. Um, and I'm obviously still in the process of thinking this through and um, designing it, but that is definitely a goal I have is to do a full day Women Taking the Lead event. And the fifth focus area was to outsource. Um, I had a bunch of ideas um, but what I narrowed down the goal, and this goal is contingent upon profitability, um, or I should say, um, and we're going to get into this in a bit, a mile, you know, some of the milestones for this goal will be around the profitability in my business. But my goal is to outsource the social media content creation and the email inbox management. <laughs> the reason why I was so specific about the social media content creation is it's not to say I'm not going to be in the Facebook group. I'm not going to be responding to comments and messages and all that. I am. And I love doing that. But when I'm deciding on what content to put out each week and writing the copy for the posts and all of that, I'd love to have somebody in my business who knows my business, gets my business, gets my community, gets me, um, who could basically speak with my words and my voice. So that is a goal for this year. 
Okay, now let's cover what I mean when I use the terms milestones and metrics. Metrics are measurements like dials on a dashboard, right? When you're driving a car, you can look at your dashboard and see how fast you're driving, how much gas is in the tank, how hot the engine is, how many miles you've driven, yada, yada, yada. So metrics are indicators of how you're doing and they track your progress toward goals. An example of a metric would be how many burpees I can do in one workout session, right? They would let me gauge where I am on a given day and week and allow me to track my progress. My clothing size is technically a metric. However, since my focus area is to increase strength and endurance, going down a clothing size is nice yet irrelevant in regards to this goal. When determining the metrics for your goal, you want to make sure they are relevant to the focus area and the goal you choose, or at the very least, relevant to the strategy that you're choosing. Um, It's something that lets you know you're making progress. So for my goal to do an unassisted pull-up as a sign of success in building strength, dropping a few pounds may be a part of my strategy to achieve that goal. Essentially, my thinking is, if I'm a little lighter, it'll be easier to do an unassisted pull-up. And some of you might be listening to this and thinking that's counterintuitive because if I'm dropping weight, I would be pulling less weight, thus undermining the amount of strength I can build. However, during the progression of a pull-up from hanging from the bar to pulling your chin over the top of the bar, you transition through different muscles in your back, your arms, and your shoulders. So being able to do the full progression of the pull-up is what I'm looking for, and being a little lighter will make that easier. So even though being a little lighter um, wouldn't necessarily equal out to more strength and endurance, like not directly, but as a part of my strategy to achieve the goal, this could definitely be a metric. All right, let's take a break here so I can thank my sponsor, Lola. Let's admit it. We care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use. Why shouldn't the same be true of our feminine care products, especially the ones we put inside our bodies? Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. They started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to their feminine care products. Lola products are 100% natural and 100% easy to feel good about. Unlike major brands, Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their products. No BS, no mystery fibers, no more doubts about what's going into your body. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription, so you'll never need to make another frantic trip to the drugstore. Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. I've already received a shipment, and I love it. I've said on here before, I'm a huge fan of the subscription model, and I love the Lola brand. The tampons were in a cute and modern little box, and the inside cover said, This too shall pass, and until it does, we're here for you. I laughed out loud when I opened the box. To try out Lola and get 60% off your first order, visit mylola.com, that's M-Y-L-O-L-A.com, and enter promo code LEAD when you subscribe. 
Now, making progress is awesome, but as you know, we can stretch progress on endlessly and take forever to finally hit our goals. This is why milestones are so helpful. Milestones make a plan to achieve a goal specific and concrete. They are the mini goals you are looking to hit on your way to achieving the bigger goal. And milestones can be dates, deadlines, tasks, and budgets. Metrics will allow you to track progress all you want, but if you don't have something specific you are looking to achieve and a date by which you want to achieve it, you can find yourself feeling like you're not getting much traction towards your goal. For my goal of doing 300 burpees in one workout session, I'm going to start by seeing where I am now. I want to know how many burpees I can do before I just can't do another burpee with good form. I haven't done this yet, but say I can do 50 burpees maintaining good form before I start to feel my back bowing as I come up from the ground while doing the push-up. That means I have a gap of 250 burpees to hit my goal. I also need to know by when I want to achieve this goal. If my goal is to do this by December 31st, my milestones are going to be different than if my intention is to achieve this goal by June 30th. There is no time like the present, so I'm going to shoot for June 30th. Based on the date I am releasing this episode, and my guess that I can do about 50 Spartan regulation burpees in good form as of today, that gives me a little less than six months to increase that number by 250. So some milestones I could set for this goal would be by January 1st, I can do 100 Spartan regulation burpees in good form. By February 28th, 150, March 31st, 200, April 30th, 250, May 31st, 300. Yes, you heard that correctly. I would be shooting to achieve my goal ahead of schedule to give myself some wiggle room in the last month for the unexpected. Always put some cushion in your plans for the unexpected. This is where we as high achievers can get ourselves into trouble. We don't account for the unexpected, and then we feel like complete failures if we didn't achieve our goal according to the original plan. Remember to be a little bit flexible so you can pivot and tweak your plan if you need to. This is your goal, and you get to decide how and when to achieve it. Here are some other things to consider when you're making your plan. What other activities do you need to consider that will support your goal? So for me, with the burpees to prevent the bowing of my back, I need to build core strength. So I'm not just going to be doing burpees. I'm going to be doing other exercises and workouts that are going to help me to build that core strength. Secondly, what other resources or support do you need to achieve your goal? Do you need to get more education or more knowledge in a particular area? Do you need some coaching? Do you need to hire a personal trainer, etc.? You know, do you need to outsource some things to help you focus on your goal? So also identify those things um, as well. Another thing to identify is when you will review your metrics and your milestones. So for me, for this this um, goal for burpees, I'll do a burpee workout once per week. 
right? And that will also give me my, my metrics. I'll be able to gauge how am I progressing? What do I need to do? And it will give me the information I need to see if I need to tweak my plan a little bit. Do I need to get a little more support? Could I move up the end goal date because I'm achieving it more quickly? Do I need to push it back because I didn't consider some things, right? So know when you're going to review your progress uh, along the way. Lastly, you need to know when you're going to execute your plan. You need to time block your calendar. Don't leave this to chance. There are going to always be things that are going to be pulling at you for their attention. And if you don't have time set aside, if you're not making this a priority, you will be at the whim of whatever is coming at you, right? So plan ahead, carve out time. This is sacred time, right? When I have my once per week burpee workout, and if I'm doing that at two o'clock on Saturdays, that's when it's happening. And that's when it's getting done. And if something else comes up, I need to know plan B, like when it's going to happen instead, so that I don't get taken off track. All right. If you don't have metrics and milestones for your goals yet, no worries. Put some time on your calendar in the next week or two to get it done. I'm still working on my milestones and metrics too. So there's no, you know, deadline of you you had to have this done by the end of the year or within the first week like the sooner you get it done the better but you know just get it done put some time in your calendar and what's really great is this can be an eye-opening experience in that you may realize your goal was a bit unrealistic or you may realize it's going to be more easily achieved than you first thought I'll be continuing to build out the plan to achieve my goals and would love to hear where you are in creating your goals and forming your plan. So let me know if there's anything I can do to support you. You can reach me at Jody. J-O-D-I at womentakingthelead.com or join the Facebook group and get some support there. Um, For that, you can go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash group and it'll take you right to the Facebook group within Facebook and you can join us there and be part of a fun and supportive group of women just like you. And as always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.